Chapter Ten of the Queen's Necklace by Alexandre Dumas. The translator is unknown. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Gail Timmerman Vaughan. Chapter Ten: The Tempter. Philippe, at this request of the Queen, made a strong effort and stopped the sledge abruptly. And now rest yourself," said she, coming out of it all trembling. "Indeed, I never could have believed the delight of going so fast, but you have made me quite tremble." And she took Philippe's arm to support herself until a general murmur reminded her that she was once more committing a breach of etiquette. As for Philippe, overwhelmed by this great honour, he felt more ashamed than if his sovereign had insulted him publicly. He lowered his eyes and his heart beat, as though it would burst. The Queen, however, withdrew her arm almost immediately, and asked for a seat. They brought her one. "'Thanks, Monsieur de Tavernay,' said she, then in a lower tone. "'Mon Dieu, how disagreeable it is to be always surrounded by spying fools!' A number of ladies and gentlemen soon crowded round her, and all looked with no little curiosity at Philippe, who, to hide his confusion, stooped to take off his skates, and then fell into the background. After a short time, however, the Queen said, "'I shall take a cold if I sit here. I must take another turn,' and she remounted her sledge. Philippe waited but in vain for another order. Twenty gentlemen soon presented themselves, but she said, "'No, I thank you. I have my attendance,' and she moved slowly off while Philippe remained alone." He looked about for Saint-Georges to console him for his defeat by some compliment, but he had received a message from his patron, the Duc d'Orléans, and had left the place. Philippe, therefore, rather tired and half frightened at all that had passed, remained stationary, following with his eyes the Queen's sledge, which was now at some distance, when he felt someone touch him. He turned round and saw his father. The little old man, more shrunk than ever, enveloped in furs like a Laplander, had touched his son with his elbow, that he might not be obliged to take his hands out of the muff that hung round his neck. "'You do not embrace me, my son,' said he. "'My dear father, I do it with all my heart.' "'And now,' said the old man, "'go quickly,' and he pushed him away. "'Where do you wish me to go, sir? Why, more bleu over there?' "'Where?' "'To the queen. No, I thank you, father. How no, I thank you? Are you mad?' You will not go after the queen? My dear father, it is impossible. Impossible to join the queen, who is expecting you? Who is expecting me? Yes, who wishes for you? Wishes for me? Indeed, father, he added coldly, I think you forget yourself. It is astonishing, said the old man, stamping his foot. Where on earth do you spring from? Monsieur, said his son sadly, you will make me conclude one of two things. What? either that you are laughing at me or else excuse me that you are losing your senses the old man seized his son by the arm so energetically that he made him start listen monsieur philippe said he america is i know a country a long way from this and there is neither king nor queen nor subjects nor subjects monsieur philosopher i do not deny it that point does not interest me but what does so is that i fear also to have come to a conclusion what father that you are a simpleton, my son. Just trouble yourself to look over there. Well, sir. Well, the queen looks back, and it is the third time she has done so. There she turns again. And who do you think she is looking for but you, Monsieur Puritan? Well, sir, said the young man, if it were true, which it probably is not, that the queen was looking for— Oh, interrupted the old man angrily, this fellow is not of my blood. He cannot be a tavernet. Sir, I repeat to you that the queen is looking for you. You have good sight, sir said his son dryly. Come, said the old man more gently, and trying to moderate his impatience. Trust my experience. 
are you or are you not a man philippe made no reply his father ground his teeth with anger to see himself opposed by this steadfast will but making one more effort philippe my son said he still more gently listen to me it seems to me sir that i have been doing nothing else for the last quarter of an hour oh thought the old man i will draw you down from your stilts i will find out your weak side then aloud you have overlooked one thing philippe what sir when you left for america there was a king but no queen if it were not the dubarry hardly a respectable sovereign you come back and see a queen and you think you must be respectful doubtless poor child said his father laughing how sir you blame me for respecting the monarchy you a taverny maison rouge one of the best names in france i do not speak of the monarchy but only of the queen and you make a difference pardieu i should think so what is royalty a crown that is unapproachable but what is a queen a woman and she on the contrary is very approachable philippe made a gesture of disgust you do not believe me continued the old man almost fiercely well ask monsieur de coigny ask monsieur de lauzun or monsieur de vaudreuil silence father cried philippe or for these three blasphemies not being able to strike you three blows with my sword i shall strike them on myself the old man stepped back murmuring mon dieu what a stupid animal good evening son you rejoice me i thought i was the father the old man but now i think it is i who must be the young apollo and you the old man and he turned away philippe stopped him you did not speak seriously did you father it is impossible that a gentleman of good blood like you should give ear to these calumnies spread by the enemies not only of the queen but of the throne he will not believe the double mule said the old man you speak to me as you would speak before god yes truly before god whom you approach every day seems to me my son replied he that i am a gentleman and that you may believe my word it is then your opinion that the queen has had lovers certainly those whom you have named and others for what i know ask all the town in the court one must be just returned from america to be ignorant of all that they say and who says this sir some vile pamphleteers oh do you then take me for an editor no and there is the mischief when men like you repeat such calumnies which without that would melt away like the unwholesome vapours which sometimes obscure the most brilliant sunshine but people like you repeating them give them a terrible stability oh monsieur for mercy's sake do not repeat such things i do repeat them however and why do you repeat them cried philippe fiercely oh said the old man with his satanic laugh to prove to you that i was not wrong when i said philippe the queen looks back she is looking for you philippe the queen wishes for you run to her oh father hold your tongue or you drive me mad really philippe i do not understand you is it a crime to love it shows that one has a heart and in the eyes of this woman in her voice in everything can you not read her heart she loves is it you or is it another i know not but believe in my own experience at this moment she loves or is beginning to love someone but you are a philosopher a puritan a quaker an american you do not love well then let her look let her turn again and again despise her philippe i should say joseph de tavernay the old man hurried away satisfied with the effect he had produced and fled like the serpent who was the first tempter into crime philippe remained alone his heart swelling and his blood boiling he remained fixed in this place for about half an hour when the queen having finished her tour returned to where he stood and called out to him you must be rested now monsieur de tavernay come then 
for there is no one like you to guide a queen royally. Philippe ran to her giddy, and hardly knowing what he did. He placed his hand on the back of the sledge, but started as though he had burned his fingers. The queen had thrown herself negligently back in the sledge, and the fingers of the young man touched the locks of Marie Antoinette. End of chapter 10